master, the mind master, Matt Michaela, the Triple M, Triple Lindy. Um, we're going to be talking about awareness mastery. Now, you might be asking yourself, what the f***? Until right now, this very moment, contractors have always been on their own, not as tradespeople, but being alone and knowing how to take their business to the next level. They call us working class, they call us blue collar. They say that we don't have the smarts to become the business owner that we're meant to be. That is such bullshit. You have the ability. You're more than any of that. The question really is where do you get the insights that you need specific to contracting to systemize your business so you can get your profits to pay for your freedom. I'm Andrew Houston. I'm going to show you how to make more profits, how to get more control, how to get more freedom in the simplest, quickest way possible without any of that bullshit. Welcome to the No Bullshit Podcast for Contractors. Listen up, level up, and if you learn something, like the video, subscribe to the channel, change your business, change your life. All right, brothers, sisters, um, this is Andrew Houston, and we are here with another No Bullshit Podcast for contractors, and I got my man, the master, the mind master, Matt Michaela, the Triple M, Triple Lindy. Um, we're going to be talking about awareness mastery. Now, you might be asking yourself, what the fuck is awareness mastery? Well, awareness mastery is about making sure that you're truly aware and truly present not just in your business, but in your life. And it's so critical to be aware of what's actually going on versus just being reactionary all the time. So we are actually going to do an exercise with you guys. Some of you have never experienced this before. Maybe some of you have. Where We are going to actually get Matt to uh, walk us through an awareness exercise. And I and trust me, you're going to experience something you probably have never experienced before. So Matt, introduce yourself, man. Tell us a little bit about uh, about you. I know you're one, you are... Mindset Mastery Coach for Contractors. Talk to us, bro. Yeah, so I'm the Mindset uh, Coach with Profit for Contractors, and then I also do my own coaching one-on-one on the side, and I do uh, facilitation of men's work on retreats and uh, with a company called Everyman. So, um, yeah, my uh, main thing is just to, to sit with you guys and work through anything that's going on in, in, in mind, get some clarity, get some kind of uh, new ideas flowing, have insights happen, ask the right questions to re- insights for you on session basically what i tried to do and to to slow down to uh get into our bodies a bit and just uh allow for the rush of the day the rush of the entrepreneurial life to just slow down for a few seconds that can uh really open up some some great things when you really when you really slow down and take the time you know you know we talk about so today we're talking about awareness and we're going to do an awareness exercise with you guys um and I'm just going to, you know, I just want to ask you before we get into this, you know, we, we talk about the mind, right? It's one of these, it's, I, I think it's one of these things that's become a lot more accepted um, in the, in our space. You know, people talk about a lot more, you know, Tony Robbins and, you know, um, you know, a lot of different people out there, um, Keith Cunningham's, a, a lot of other, um, and, you know, people that, uh, Robin Sharma, the talk about the mind, we can go on and on and on. But I think it's only become, I, I think it's become more accepted to, uh, be okay with talking about the mind and working on the mind than, than it has in the past. Can you talk to that at all, Matt? Like, you know, what, what's been your experience with that? Even going back 10, 20 years ago. 
Yeah, I think I think that the I think that the mind stuff used to be seen as like a weakness, or that it was like um, a, you would you'd only talk about the mind if you had a problem. Like you'd go to therapy, you would you you know if you had a, a problem, right? Um, and I think now the trend is that people are we've trained the bodies, we've trained nutrition. I'm you know a lot of this comes from sports, right? So sports kind of leads the way, I think, mm. business and all that. So like you know in the last decade, a lot of People in the most rugged environments, whether that's the NFL or extreme sports or any of these things, they, you know, sports like race car driving and, and, and all that kind of stuff. It's like they train all, you know, the technology is amazing. The tools are amazing. The equipment, the, they've got a trainer for every single aspect. And then the final one to kind of catch on is the mindset and um, getting mindset coaches. And it's still a little bit not not everyone has them, but most people will have them now in, in elite sports. And an elite, an elite business as well. And I think it's just, it's just one of the pillars of life that is getting the most attention now because it's, it was a weak spot before. Uh, mm-hmm. I think we're relying a lot of, a lot of other things and, and now the mind is finally getting, cause the mind, as we know, really does dictate and control everything. So, um, it should have been the one we maybe went to first, but <laughs> kind of coming around the, the back way and, and, and finally getting to it. Funny, it's like the guy building the race car. He's got the engine. He's got the tires. He's got this amazing vehicle that has all this potential, and yet the CPU or the brain behind it is not looked at, you know, first. And everything's built around, you know, not around it. Uh, it it's sort of like not even set up properly. And then, and then it's like, oh, I want the. I don't. I don't understand why this thing's not performing. It's like, dude, the thing that's controlling everything is, is in this case, the computer. In our case, the mind, right? So, you know, there's been a bit of a stigma. <clears throat> I would say even more so than probably a lot of other entrepreneurial businesses uh, with contractors around the mind, right? Hey, guy, and everybody listening in, all you guys listening in, uh, and I, I'm not, you know, I know I'm saying guys, it's, it's the reality. Uh, men, I find, are a lot less apt to, to focus in on uh, opening up, um, vul- being vulnerable. Um, it's a bit of vulnerability, right? Opening up and saying, hey, I need some, even if they don't need help, but in a lot of cases, hey, I need some help. I can't overcome this mindset I've got. And I, I want everybody to understand, um, we're going to do this awareness exercise. I'm going to talk about awareness in, in just a second, but your mind is what's going to hold you back. It's going to be the thing that moves you forward. Okay. You can fucking hit the weights all day long. You can do, you know, a thousand more jobs. You can quote another 10,000 more jobs, whatever. But the thing that's going to make the biggest impact for you, I can tell you that right now, everybody listening in, and this includes me, is the strength of your mind and the tool set that you have in your mind to be able to solve problems. And how you look at problems, and in this case, how you look at, you know, your awareness around, you know, problems, you know, the progress that you've made, uh, awareness around the people that surround you. Um, and so let's get into this. So, Matt, wh- why is it so import- important that we have the right state of mind from an awareness perspective in our business around, pick any of those, right? Like problems, people, progress. Why is that so uh, critical? I think the main thing is to is to be kind of in control of yourself first off like when you have a more um clearer dialogue or clearer like understanding of what's going on inside your mind you're 
more of a, you're fuller of a person. You can, you're more effective. You're more, um, rooted in who you are, what you need. And so there's like this awareness that you bring to your own life, what you need in any moment. And then to not, you know, not get as swept up in emotions and, and then, you know, um, things that can trip you up because you, you're trying to build this practice of being aware of what's going on for you, you know, and that, and that the less stuff that's in the dark, uh, for yourself, the more effective you are in life. And, and also, you know, then you can also, um, the more you know about yourself, the more you learn about yourself and your own mindset, then you can start to see other people's mindset. And it's almost like how we use the personality tests and, and these different things. It's like, this is just another tool to understand how people really work. Because imagine like a, you know, a, a really highly trained psychologist going into sales or going into dealing with teams or communication or trying to motivate people or hire properly. Like this is a, you know, if you knew how to do that stuff a little bit better, how much more effective you can be in reading people and knowing what people need and knowing how to connect to them, whether that's a sale or whether that's with your team and leading. And, you know, this is a huge opportunity to, to really up level yourself by, by getting in dialogue with yourself. I love it. I love it. So couple of key principles everybody listening is number one part of this awareness is being aware of yourself um you know it's hard for you and, and it's hard for you to con- to to get the outcomes that you want it's hard for you to live the life that you want to be you know to be happy at the level that you want to be if um if you're not in control of yourself so number one principle that Matt's saying here which is bang on is being in control of yourself and this little exercise we're going to do in like T minus a couple of minutes is exactly, uh, and it's not the only one. There's, there's hundreds of them, but it's a really good way for you every day to start out, um, getting your, getting your mind in the right place. And literally it's a form of self control, right? Which you guys are wondering, what the fuck are they going to do with me right now? Right? Like we're, and you guys are going to love it. Number two is be more aware of yourself allows you to be more aware of others, allows you to be more aware of, you know, what others are thinking instead of being so reactionary, so emotional. Um, and I think number three, um, which, I mean, you, you didn't say number three, but really number three is, this is my own little one, okay, which is work harder on yourself than you do your business. Work harder on yourself than you do your business. So what the hell does that mean? Well, your mind is working on yourself. Okay. You know, going and grabbing a hammer and pounding in a nail, you could define that. I'm just using that as an extreme is working on your business, right? You're building something, you're creating something. We all know that that's, that's how tradespeople make money, right? It's, it's by time. It's by, you know, people doing things, um, and uh, getting paid for them. But working harder on yourself is a prime example of coming back to this podcast. You know, maybe time stamping when we, when we're about to do this exercise so you can come back to it and do it over and over and over again. Um, I've, I am not the man that I used to be going back a year ago, five years ago, 10 years ago. Um, I really think I'm a better man. I'm a better person because I'm consistently working on me. And just to show you guys something, this isn't just for you. Uh, if any of you guys, any, any of you guys or, or, you know, women on this call or people on this call, um, have kids. This is huge for your kids. My wife and I, um, 
take uh, right now uh, every, I was just saying this to Matt before we got on this call, every week for two hours we do what's called DBT therapy. D is in dialectical, uh, B is in behavioral, and T is in therapy. And it is all about getting control of your mind and your awareness of a situation to take a And in our case, it's for our kids because we're dealing with some, you know, issues. Uh, people with anxiety, people with ADHD, people with, you know, all these types of different things. Um, they, they, their world is amplified. All the emotions that they have is like a fucking amplifier. And if we as parents aren't the ones to be able to take a step back and be aware of what's actually going on, we're going to be reactionary. And, you know, like I say, Matt, you know, hey, man, yelling and screaming or, hey, clean up your freaking room or instead of like, wait, wait a second, let's, let's just be aware of what's actually going on here. This person's in chaos, right? So let's get into this. So awareness is super important. Um, we're going to talk about um, how you're going to be able to look at your problems differently. After we do this exercise, we're going to talk about how you can look at your progress, which is super huge, right? Because if you don't take the time to fuel your mind with the fucking shit that you're doing, inclusive of just getting up today and mo keeping moving forward, then you're going to be feeding your mind with poison. And that's that's not good, right? So, Matt, what is it that we're going to do in the next couple of minutes here? Yeah, we'll just do a quick, uh, it's just a quick breathing exercise just to get you into your body. So the goal of any of these, uh, well, the meditations that I mainly like is, is, is you're not trying to get enlightened. You're not trying to do anything crazy. You're literally just, you're just focusing on parts of your body or on your breath as a way to stop your tornado in your head of thoughts, ideas. You know, we're, it's, it's, it's early in the morning. So people are into, you know, or whenever you listen to this, they're probably at work or driving to work or, or, you know, around a job. And this is just a way to focus the sort of flashlight of attention that your mind is on your body. And as you breathe and I guide you, it's just, you're just taking some time to breathe and getting out of that chaos in your head. And then the final part would just be to just start to notice a couple of things in your body. And it's hard at first. So sometimes at first you don't know you know, I say to someone, what, what do you notice? What do you feel? And they're like, I don't know. And like, well, think, you know, try a little harder. And then it's like, okay, I notice my stomach is uh, tight. And that, that, that's really how it starts. It's just as simple as checking in with your body and just, because most people have, don't really do it very often. So, I love it. I love it. Okay. So dude, let, let's, let's do it. Okay. Yeah. So, so for for anyone who's driving, you can do this with your eyes open. So we're just we're we're just doing this. That's a good one. Listen to the podcast while they're driving. So you can still do this while you're driving. Um, but if you are not driving, I encourage you to close your eyes and do it with your eyes closed to sort of better focus and feel your body. But if you're driving, you can totally just do it uh, with your eyes open. So just basically, so me and Andrew, we'll close our eyes and then. Uh, Basically, you just want to take a nice deep breath, but you're going to want to pull down on your diaphragm and your stomach. So basically, you're just ballooning out your stomach and pulling the air down and just kind of imagining a ball or a balloon kind of filling up with air in your belly. And then when you exhale, you're going to exhale all the air out kind of with a little, you know, a little bit more gusto than you normally do. And then you're going to kind of squeeze your abdomen and that's, that's one round. So we'll just do 10 of those and I'll go through it quickly. So just breathe in. Pull your belly down and out. And squeeze your belly and then in again. And then out. And then again.
and I'll keep count, so just kind of lose yourself in it and just go at your own pace. This is four. And you're really just, as you breathe, you're just directing your attention to your belly and just continually breathing in and out and imagining a balloon or a ball in your belly filling up and then being wrung, all the air wrung out, like really squeeze it, really grip it out. And it's sort of an energizing breath. For about seven or eight. And then we'll do the last one in a minute here. And when you do the last one, we'll just hold all the air out for three, four, five seconds. So take a nice deep breath in wherever you're at. And then really blow it all out. And squeeze it, squeeze that area and just hold it for a few seconds with no air. And just let go, breathe naturally, keep your eyes closed if you can. And just take a moment to just quickly notice what it's like when you get that rush of oxygen. It's more oxygen than you normally take in. So just kind of feel your hands, feel your feet, shoulders, your neck, your head. And all you got to do is just quickly scan for anything you can notice, anything you notice in your body. And then just say it to yourself out loud or in your head. Just make a note of one or two things that you notice. So. Uh, when I check in with myself right now, I notice that there's pressure and heat between my eyes. I notice uh, my shoulder is sore. I notice my hands feel light and nice. And that's, that's pretty much it. And Andrew, what do you notice? Yeah, I noticed my back. My sorry, my upper shoulders and my back was a little bit sore. Um, yeah. But I also noticed an, a surge of energy. Yeah. Like yeah. I felt like, you know, like more, more alive. And, um, yeah, I definitely felt my sh shirt uh, stretch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man, it's like, it's like, um, there's a moment probably with, at the halfway point for me where I sort of stopped thinking, if that makes sense. Yeah, it took about, it took about a halfway point for my mind actually was like like this nothingness. Mm -hmm. you know? mm -hmm. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I like it. It's cool. It's it's just it just makes you. And I heard a whole bunch of noises too. What before I was able to focus, before I was able to have peace, heard the furnace coming on, heard some noises down below. Yeah. You know, that. Yeah, and the idea is just to, is just to notice those and not to and even you know notice notice your reaction. That's a step deeper. So noticing the sounds is one thing, and another amazing piece of awareness is noticing your reaction to it. How mm. angry does this make me that there's a dog barking next door? How mm -hmm. you know you can because you can feel inside your body's like oh why why like it's 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 wanting to react. So that's kind of building some awareness too. Like so when you're in and to take this into the world or into your business, it's like. Can you be in a moment and noticing yourself reacting, but not does not come out? You can be, oh, I'm really angry by this guy, the way he's talking, or, uh, you know, you can, you can catch yourself, um, reacting and, and not necessarily have to do anything with it. Mm, that is like, 
That is so powerful. Everybody listening in, that is like back to Matt's number one principle about, you know, being in control of yourself, right? Which is in control of what's in between these ears. Okay. Is it's massive. Okay. So if you're listening in and you have, and I'm going to be straight up again, I, um, I'm, I, I'm all about, you know, taking off the mask okay, on this podcast and you know, thank God my team protects me a bit and I'll be straight up with everybody listening in because there's some people that have, they send some comments and whatever these haters or whatever that you want to call them, right? When I take off the mask or, or somebody else does. But hey, that's that's back to back to being aware. Before, I used to get really pissed off. You know, I got, I used to have, uh, I probably still do, but uh, some anger issues, right? Or temper issues, right? Where if I think there's somebody, a bully, you know, it goes back to being young, right? Being a bully, you know, bullies and stuff like that. I'm like the first guy to go in, even though I know I'm probably going to get the crap kicked out of me. Like, okay, that's it. This is not allowed, right? But at the same token, now I'm at a different level, approaching a different level of awareness going, man, those people must be really in pain. Those people must really be struggling to be that angry and you know, to, to, be, to say, be saying the things that they're saying. It must be in a very dark place, you know? So before I would get, even me just saying that now of, from an awareness perspective is like, wow, I'm totally calm saying that. Whereas before I'd be like, okay, Hulk, Hulk smash, right? Like seriously, <laughs> like, you know, kind of like all messy, yeah, fuck, you, you know, fuck you, yeah, whatever, you know, and my team's like, Andrew, you can't do that. I'm like, well, this is my company. I can do whatever, whatever the hell I want. I'm, it's like, no, you can't. It's like, that's a bad that's a bad form of leadership, right? So, you know, but as we evolve and we become more in control of ourselves and this breathing technique, I'm telling you guys, doing that kind of thing habitually is unbelievable. And like you were saying, Matt, being aware of what's actually going on. So let's take a look at this from a, uh, a awareness perspective of what's really going on when we have problems. So I'm going to throw, and Matt's not aware of this. You guys have probably gotten used to me I wouldn't call it throwing the participants under the, the bus. Um, I just think it's awesome that we, this is the no bullshit podcast and, and what a better way than to, there's a certain amount of planning that we do for these podcasts, but there's a massive chunk that isn't planned because if, if it's too planned, it's not real in my opinion, right? Then it's too scripted, which is a little bit of bullshit to a certain degree. So Matt, I'm going to, I'm going to throw this at you. So I, Today, you didn't know this, but you're going to be the mindset coach for everybody listening in. How's that sound? Yeah, good. Cool. And and everybody listening in, all those champion CEOs out there, you know Matt. Matt does these exercises with you guys. When you sign into a coaching session with him, one of the first things he does is he, is he gets you grounded. I mean, with, with tons and tons of different tactics like this to get you your brain in the right place before you start before he starts helping you with your problems or identifying problems, it, he's getting your mind in the right mindset. So um, so hopefully you enjoyed that and experienced it, right? And go back and listen to it again and again, seriously, every freaking day, if it helps you, okay? Now, Matt, somebody comes to you and there's a problem, okay? How do you get them, let's use an example of a problem, okay? So their their team is not doing what they want them to do. And their typical response is, you know, yelling and screaming at the employees, 
You know, uh, the, it, the person comes to you and basically says, there's nobody good out there. You know, I can't get these fucking, these, you know, these guys, these, these team members do what I want them to F and do or whatever. Um, from an awareness perspective, instead of them being so reactionary and like, this is how they've been reacting and it's been building up and getting worse and worse and worse. You know, maybe they fired some people, you know, whatever. Um, but the problems still exist. What are some of the ways that you get them to, and, and just like, you know, we could sort of role, not make sort of somewhat role play, but what would be, um, the importance of awareness and, and how would you go about getting them to realize, you know, what, what the real problem is because yelling and screaming hasn't been solving the problem. Right. Yeah. Um, the main thing that with, with, with the, with the example you gave is like, the awareness would come in to, to find out if you're the problem. I think the main thing is, how are you causing the problem? so fast. <laughs> yeah, you know. Oh, but Matt, I'm not the problem. I give them everything they need. Right. But I got 10 guys and they don't do what I tell them to do. Yeah, exactly. What do you mean it's me? How can it be me? Yeah, what would you exactly. say? Well, I mean... I would definitely say like, you know, that those things may be true, but it also may be true that like, like in any relationship, whether it's business or personal, both parties play a role. So everyone's playing a role in all situations. That's just a, that's just a known thing with relationships. So no matter what it is, no matter what, it takes two to tango, basically. That's the, that's the phrase for it. And so you can start by looking at how, how am I, how am I showing up to this relationship, this conflict? What's my part in it? And slowing down into really feel what's really going on for you and, and, and have that awareness is, is important because you need to know what's really fueling you. Maybe, you know, you, you're really, you don't know how to deal with conflict very well. And it just, you just get so angry that you just, you, you know, because like what you're saying is you need a way through. You need a way forward in these, you know, you can't fire everyone and just work alone. You know, you, 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 you know, you're not going to hire like all the best workers in the world that are angels and perfect and, and, and whatever. You've got to find a way to navigate with kids. It's the same thing. You know, you kids are, there's, it's just, you have to, you can't just ditch your family. You got to find a way to work through these things with people. And that starts with each party trying to be aware and you can't control the other person's behavior. You can't control your workers. Uh, level of awareness, but you can sure bring yours to the table and then you can do something that's different. Like we just had a guy do this on through PSC, one of the guys that I work with. Um, there was, uh, he has a team of 10 guys or so and, uh, there was gossip going on. It was really creating toxic stuff that people were talking this, that. And he said, Hey, you know, Matt, what do I do to, to get through this thing? And I said, I said, I would just go right to the vulnerability and have a meeting, sit down in a circle and start. And I kind of coached him on like how to do it with the prompts and stuff. And, you know, he had this amazing hour long meeting where the guys openly talked about what was going on. They, in a, you know, and it was, it was beautiful and amazing. And he did it. Like he, he, he went right to the thing and he had the awareness to, know that he needed to try something different and, you know, uh, with a bunch of tough guys and, and get in a circle and just talk openly about uh, what is really going on and lead with positive stuff like what, 
you know, what do you like that we're doing? What don't you like? What could we all do better in owning stuff? What, what can I own that I need to do better? What's my part that I'm playing in this? And they all did that. They went around a circle. They said, Oh, I, you know, I, I do this. I, I need to do this better. Um, and, and it was the start of a thing that they're going to do once a month. And it's going to be this like check in on it's, 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 it's group awareness. Really. It's where, where they are at as a group. And that will have an effect, I think, uh, on the whole team. And that's a different way of going. So I think the main thing is like to have a leader like that who's willing to, to, to try uh, a different, a different, uh, approach. And, and he, and he was. So we'll see how that goes, but I, I'm optimistic about it. You know, it's interesting. Um, you know, this may, may have been overused, but it's so good. I just, uh, I just shot a video yesterday and used it. It was Einstein's definition of insanity, right? Doing the same thing over and over and over again, expecting a different re- result. Like, is literally insane. So if things have not been working for you, if you've got problems in your business, okay? If it's cash flow, if it's people, if it's profits, okay? The first person to look at it, you know, look at is you. You know, how have you been approaching it? And really authentically on this call, like honestly, right now, pick a problem right now. So if you're listening in, just pick the first thing that comes to your mind. Okay. This is, again, this is no bullshit podcast. Matt's already giving you one, you know, mindset training uh, exercise. He's giving you a, a, a different way of looking at things as far as awareness and how you approach problems. Now I'm going to give you a coaching tactic, okay, right now, which is pick one problem right now. The first thing that comes to mind. Okay, you got it? Okay, good. Now you probably have a whole bunch of different things come jumping in your head. Okay. This where you may, maybe want to go back to that exercise. Okay. So just pick one thing and ask yourself, how long has it been going on? It's probably been going on for a month, six months, a year. Well, I've never been able to, I can't find any good people. Well, how long has that existed? Uh, since I've owned my business. Hmm, interesting. Funny how people at Profit for Contractors, the champion CEOs, they don't seem to have that problem once they start applying different and new strategies and different approaches. It's like, holy fuck, where are all these people popping up from? Oh my God, I'm getting all these great applicants. Oh man, I've hired all these people. It's like, what? It's like, yeah, dude, why? Because their awareness, number one, that number one is they've been doing it the same way. <laughs> Forever. Okay? And you might be like, well, I tried this approach and this approach. Okay, so you tried two approaches over the last fucking five years. Or six months. Or whatever. Yeah. Dude, that's not how you solve a problem. Right? Einstein would be like, if, he, if you were working for Einstein, he'd be like, you are fired, dude. If you try something for six months, once, you're gone. we got to keep trying different things until we solve the problem. Okay? So, you got that one thing. Write down what your approaches have been. Now your mission is to take a different approach. Okay? And ask yourself, is it you? I'll give you some little tips. Is it the lack of leadership and communication? Is it the lack of policies and procedures to actually have tools to communicate? Right? Is it the roles and responsibilities that have not even been defined? Or is it just that all this shit and ideas and instructions are still in your head and not on a piece of paper to be put in somebody's hand? Now, there's a whole shitload more, okay? But those are some examples of 
a bit of reality check. Because I think most of you are going to go, oh, fuck, I don't have processes. I don't properly communicate. I've been doing it the same way for X period of time, and I've been expecting these different results. Now, if you're on this call going, Andrew, whatever, dude, then get off it. Because guess what? You're not ready to do things differently, and you're going to deal with a thing I call ignorance tax, which is being ignorant to new approaches has a, has a cost. Either your family, your kids, your relationships, your business, your stress. Right, Matt? What would you say? Yeah, sir. Yeah. And this is the thing we're talking about. It's, it's, it's right there. That's the big piece is like learning to do a practice that gets you through the attacks to your ego when you have to examine stuff and when you have to shift and when you have to do things a different way and how challenging that is and how, you know, uncomfortable it is and all that. It, it, there's a whole thing that comes along with, you know, starting to really look at things in a real way and move forward. You have to be nimble. You have to be emotionally, uh, stable and you have to be okay in your mindset to, to look at things and not let it just crush you or not let it just be like, oh, it's too, you know, it's way too uncomfortable. I can't, I can't look at how I hire. I, it's just what it's going to mean about me or, you know, all these things we just, you know, hard on ourselves and it's like, it, yeah, totally do. Yeah. And to be doing this without shame, without being hard on yourself, it's not like, you know, look at, you know, all these things that I'm doing wrong and I'm, I'm you know, a piece of shit or something. It's, it's just, you know, what's not working here? Can I, can I feel to, to really examine the path I'm on and, and, and shift and just move forward, uh, slowly? Awareness practices and, and, and ability to just feel what's in your body and not let it affect you. I love it. But not let it like run you, you know. Yeah, not let it, that's right. Not let it be in control of you, right? Self control. Okay. So we got just a couple of minutes here before we wrap up. Um, and I'd love for you guys listening in, you join the contractor tips group. It's a free group. If you're already in there, awesome. Um, there's tons of resources in there. There's, I think we got 9,000 plus approaching 10,000. Soon the day will come where I will say, where I will say there's 10,000 people in there. Cause that's one of my goals. Um, it's pretty cool. 10,000 people, man. Holy shit. Um, uh, crazy. So we got to move into, um, into like maybe one minute, but I want you guys, if you're in the contractor tips group or you join the group, I'd, I'd love for you to post in there some of the areas of challenge that you have. Okay. Um, and maybe you don't directly relate it to mindset. Maybe you do, but just post, Hey man, here's some of the things, you know, Andrew coach, I'd like you to give us some insights on. Um, and I, cause I want to have Matt back and I want to talk like Matt, you, you know, you and I are going to talk after this and we're going to list, some of the things that you've been working with clients on, like gossip, um, all these different things, right? Being present. All, and, and what we're going to do is we're going to do a little tiny series on the mindset that we have to have and different approaches to those things. Sound like a plan? Yeah. Okay. So let's just wrap this up. We can go deeper into the next session on this. But we, we talked we talked a lot on one, you know, overall arching, you know, if I took this triangle, if I took a triangle like this, I know how I'm coming up with this triangle. But at, at the top, we got awareness over here. Yeah, it's actually will work. We got awareness at the top. Okay, on one side of the fence of the triangle, we have problems, which we talked about. On the other side, we have progress. Right? If we don't focus in on those two things, we're not going to have the right level of awareness. Right? So let's talk about progress. Like Cole's notes version. What are some of the things that people aren't doing they can do? To recognize the progress, because progress is the fuel to the tank. Talk to us about that. Yeah, what we were talking earlier about it is like, you know, 
noticing the progress you're making. That's the main thing. Um, when you give yourself credit for the progress you're making, write it yeah. down, put it somewhere so you can see it, and uh, check in with the progress like weekly. That's that's a huge one for me. Is like really noticing where you're at because uh, there's so many problems, there's so much to do, there's so much improvement to make. Um, you can you know you can kind of feel like you're uh, always never getting there. It's always there's always more to do. There's always you know a mountain to climb. So really checking in with with what you've done, giving yourself proper credit for the for the stuff that you do do, the extras you know that you do every week. So what would we? How would they go about? Like what? What would be an, an example of some of the things? Give me like two or three, just really quickly, things that you you have. You know these champion CEOs that have a call with you, and they and you, I know you do a little bit of self reflection before you get into their problems. But like, what are what's like two or three things that they people do? These champion CEOs do that they don't recognize progress on. They're like, yeah, whatever, or they just they're just like next thing, next, 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 next. Yeah, well, that that's the main thing. Is it? Is that I, I don't know the specific examples, but every call that there's always something where you know we start talking and then I, I quickly I'm like okay let's let's focus on a win and I, I get the sense the emotional sense at the beginning of the call like it's all doom and gloom, but then we start talking about the wins and they're like oh yeah this and that and this and and you know it's different each time but there's all these oh um you know yeah I just hired this new guy and he's fantastic and he, you know. I just, uh, you know, I'm, the, the percentage of this is up, and I, and I did, jo you know, the I just raised my prices, man. Yeah, yeah. So that, and then you're, you're kind of like, I'm kind of like, like, oh, that's right. That's why we keep defaulting as coaches to this focus on the wins thing because we just get, you just get led down the path of there's problems and there's stuff to fix, and sure, that's what we're using the time for on the call. But at the same time, it's like, wow, look at all this stuff that you guys are doing well. Like, and they, that's great, and you know. And constantly reflecting on on that is important. So, you know, it's it's interesting. The main thing is that they're there. They're the point is that they're, they're they're those wins are always there, and it's just a lot of the time because humans focus on the negative. It's our it's our natural way of being to keep us safe. Uh, hmm. So, you know. So I've got a I got a little exercise for everybody. So which which is actually it's maths exercise. I'm just gonna put some sugar on it. Okay, icing on it. If you do not, mark my words, everybody listening, trust me on this one. If you do not record and reflect on this, uh, the, um, what do you call them? The, um, the Navy SEALs. You see, use this, they still do. It's called the Log of Lessons Learned. And it's in this black book. And any new Navy SEAL that goes through it, and even the ones that are still there today, they have to read this thing. I'm not sure how many times, but they have to read, read this thing multiple, multiple, multiple times throughout the year. All the time. Especially before they go on a mission. Now, why? Because their log of lessons learned, if they didn't learn that lesson from the previous person, could mean death to a lot of people. Okay? So it's life and death lessons in a lot of cases. Okay? Don't do this or you will die. It's like, what? Yes. Oh, come on. What's the big deal? Okay. You're dead. Right? If you do not have a log of lessons learned, there's a couple of core principles, and then we'll wrap this baby up. You will repeat those bad habits. Mm -hmm. You will forget 
because it's been so long since you got the win. How important it is to apply that new policy you put into place. Because when you hand it over to the next person, that person hands it over to the next person, that person hands it over to the next person, by the time it gets to the third or fourth person, the importance behind it from a value perspective and log of lessons learned, if it is diminished next to nothing and people do not understand the purpose of it or the impact of not fucking having it because they've never actually experienced it, if the story cannot be told strong enough, that has an emotional impact to these people that go, holy fuck, man, I, that hasn't happened to me. I don't want that to happen to me. Mark my words. Those old habits will creep in. And those fucking policies and procedures and new things that you put into play, right, that you've made progress on, because there's not the right level of awareness, the world, the universe will go bang at the back fucking of the head. Or it'll, it'll, it'll do this. Tap, tap. Hey, hey, there's a problem. There's a problem, right? You had it solved, but now there's, oh, there's things creeping up, right? Then there'll be like a two by four and it'll fucking hit you at the back of the head, like, oh shit, that hurt. But then you keep doing, you know, you keep not following these new procedures that, that you had progress on. Then you'll get hit by the Mack truck. And that's when it's like the old fuck moment, okay? And the carnage that you will have to pick up from not reflecting on the log of lessons learned on the progress that you've made on whatever it is. Like, Hey man, we hired this guy and we had success because we used this new policy, this new application for, Oh my God, this is amazing. Instead of like, yeah, we hired somebody. Okay. Move on to the next thing. Your mission as a business owner on the new things. This is new, Matt. Okay. That's it's funny. We were talking about this. All these fucking things come to my head when I'm on these calls. Your mission is to recognize the progress that you've made on things and make a carbon copy of it. A carbon fucking copy. So that others can learn from it, apply it, and use it. So that when you're not there, it gets applied. Right? Use this policy, this procedure, this whatever. Because we hire great people using it. And I went 10 years of fucking doing this on my own. I almost lost my marriage or I lost my marriage because I didn't have these policies. Are you serious, dude? Yes. And if you don't do it, then you're going to have fucking the same log of lessons learned uh, in a negative way. Make sense, Matt? Oh, yeah. Beautiful. That's it, man. That's it, guys. So let's wrap this baby up. Matt, so what is the – what would you say is – let's go – Use the old triangle. So we got this awareness on the problem side. Give us a little, like, what your what would your last words of wisdom be on that? And on the progress side, what would your last words of wisdom be? Slow down, develop one of these practices, and be aware of what your problems are. What what the recurring find your role in the problems because that's your task duty is to is to be self-aware on these problems is to is to objectively try and figure out role you're applying in it and then and then come up with uh you know a solution solutions will come to you once you start to slow down and really you know sit session or 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 just spend some time reflecting or really being honest and open with what's really going on i think that's when the mind kicks and that's kind of part of what i do in the sessions is and I'm not like always providing answers with people. The majority, and you know from coaching, like the majority of the time, you provide the space for someone and you get them going, and there's somewhere in the back of their head something comes out. You know, 
they they know we, we we humans are smart we really know we're just not always conscious of it so building the space for that for that those things to emerge whether that's on a call or whether that's taking a few minutes to slow down and really reflect and write in write in a journal or a book or whatever um or walking you know whatever you can do to get get some of these things out because you're some somewhere inside you uh the subconscious the, the other the unconscious part of your mind knows a lot of what you're up to. So if you can tolerate how it feels to really own that and really face it, um, then you'll get the answers from yourself and, and from they just it just comes. So, so create a, an environment of awareness. Yeah. Right. And a tolerate an ability to tolerate the discomfort that it feels to really reflect on these things. I think that's awesome, dude. Awesome. Okay, so everybody, we're gonna have Matt back. Do we're gonna do a little uh, crank out series on. You know, some of the examples, um, and maybe we'll get some of the, uh, team members, the champion CEOs that you've had calls with and get a couple of them and just like, how did that work? What was your mindset like beforehand? What is it now? How did it work? That way you guys, again, you know, we can continue this theme that I'm so passionate about is that, which is the no bullshit, right? Like there's so much, I think I'm not bashing, uh, other people. I'm just saying that there's a lot of bullshit that we feed ourselves, right? There's a lot of stories that we tell ourselves that are not not gonna, that are not helping us, and we got to make sure that we we feed ourselves with the with the the truth and and uh, being present and being aware, um, being a true you know taking ownership, owning your ship, owning your your shit, <laughs> right? Um, so thanks, brother. Um, we will uh, catch you on the flip side. And, uh, you know, again, everybody else, if you're not part of the contractor tips group, join it. Um, if you're interested in, in, you know, taking your business to the next level, then you can just, you know, send a message next level and we'll reach out to you and, and, uh, see if, uh, if you're a fit for us helping you. All right. All right, guys, we'll catch you on the flip. Another mindset mastery call here with Matt, the master, Michaela. Thanks, Ciao. Hey, Rockstar, I hope that you enjoyed that one. I mean, if you did like this podcast, leave a review, leave a comment. You know, this will help us a lot to keep you bringing the gold, keep the help uh, allowing you to delegate, dominate, and deliver so you can take your contracting business to the next level. Now, make sure you subscribe, get the latest teachings and insights, and we will see you back here for another No Bullshit Podcast. No, seriously, no bullshit.